Here we go. Welcome back. Beards Watch Podcast, episode 119. Charlotte's number one podcast in the basement. It's a trio tonight. Myself, Gerald Nation. We've got Duvall. How you kicking over there? Hey, man, I'm hanging in there. It's uh, Wednesday, and uh storm is coming, and the Panthers won. That's right. It's still... <laughs> storm is, we've got some light rain showers, but it hasn't fully hit what everybody thinks it's going to hit. So that's good. And then our third tonight, Tito. How you doing, man? What's going on, guys? Yeah. Uh, I am Danny Tito. That's returning. Right. Returning. That's right, now. yeah. A little more acclimated, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, we were going to do this on Tuesday, our normal record day. Lurs couldn't make it. And then, so it was just going to be me, Duvall, and G's, which we've done a lot before. So I figured, that, and I hit Tito up to join us in fourth. But he couldn't make it yesterday, so I asked if he could do it today. Duvall could, Tito could, Adam then had to bail. So we're giving a shout-out to Adam because he had to bail again. <laughs> so we just decided, and Jeeves again doesn't get off till 8.30, and yeah. sometimes it's nice to record a little bit earlier <laughs> in the day than it is it later in the night. So, um, yeah, that's why we're here. We're going to cover a ton of week one stuff. But first, let's give Duvall his due. <laughs> Coming in, you've now got your seventh win in Burial Carp. Now, we did just go three wide, so that's a different aspect there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, pulled that one out on the, the Donkey Kong's Raceway, I think, is what it is. So, And to be honest with you, that was probably the easiest that I've encountered, at least playing with you, James. Yeah. Because, I mean, what was it like in the last lap? You both kind of fell I, off. I, and next thing I know, I'm just kind of just coasting. And I'm just like, wow. I was – I had started off very – I hit, like, the bombs. Mm-hmm. Then I had fallen off. And I was just way – like, you just hit a couple things in a row where it just wasn't the day. And I caught back up, and then finally I think I had you right there, but I think Tito hit a uh, lightning. Yeah. And then it yeah. automatically spun me off into the water. And then you was, and then I think I hit another banana that spun me off into the water. So then it gave you a good little you know, chance to just kind of get some pad there. Yeah. And then it was a battle for second and third, and I ended up pulling out the – Tito had a star, but I was able to hit my lightning right before it and have the extra speed to get to the finish line for second. So we're going to start, as we just did with Duvall, putting our – when we added to our wins, also our the, the date of it, because as we were killing on Jeeves, he's been at five for a long time. Like, I think Duvall only had three wins. Jeeves had five. So Duvall's win, obviously, today on the, September 12th. My last win was last week on the 5th of September. And we'll start doing that just so we can see how long people's streaks go. Uh, and, like, Alex and Jack, who I don't think will be back. So they'll just kind of stay at the bottom there with one. But again, I'm at 23, Jeeves 5, Duvall 7, or sorry, Duvall 7, Jeeves 5, Corey 2, Lurs 2, and he's been at 2 for a hot minute, so that's more just shade to Lurs. <laughs> Buck 1, Dylan, Alex, Jack 1, and our first-time record will now move to 1-38. and 38. I thought, Tito, you had a good chance there to maybe get that 2 on the board. Yeah. You wouldn't be a first-timer, but we still consider that since you aren't necessarily a regular on there. You can still get your name on the board, but maybe bump it up to 2. So I thought I started out pretty well. You started did. Started out strong. Uh, Duval just came through in the end. No, a mistake-free <laughs> round. <laughs> yeah, you did. You had like a mistake-free round almost there. So that's what it takes to win. But, yeah. Sometimes you get lucky, you know. Yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> so as we say, oh, yeah, also, oh, we didn't hit our – Duval, how can people get you on the social medias? Oh, um, 
Just Duval on Instagram, Twitter, Rod vs. Duval. I know y'all give me grief. I'm going to spend it. I still have not done it. It's going to be Just Duval. Just have not got to it. Please forgive me, everyone. But that's how you can find me. Tito, how can they find you? Uh, Danny Tito is Danny Tweedo on Twitter. All right. Um, yeah, just at Danny Tweedo. I actually don't have an Instagram. Um, at this point, it's just a rebel thing, I feel like. I'm not really <laughs> sure anymore. Um, but, yeah, Twitter is where I'm, I'm on a lot, uh, especially now that football's kicked off. Yeah. I'm a little more vocal on there. Uh, and undoubtedly, while my Jets were playing on Monday night. Oh, yeah, you were fired up. I was loud. So that was good. <laughs> For myself, it's J-Roll Nation, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and then for the podcast, the Beards Watch podcast on Facebook, and then just the Beards Watch on Twitter and Instagram. Also, go hit us on the YouTube with the brewery reviews. Like, comment, subscribe. I think they're finally starting to pick up. People are starting to comment, and it's always funny. People have a more chance to comment when like they don't agree with you than they do if like you say something. Like we just put our unknown one up, and uh, Brittany Tyner was like, "We love unknown," and da da da. da. And we didn't really rip unknown. It was just kind of like. To me, their bathroom stunk, and inside is a really, really tight. They can feel tight, you know. Yeah. So, like I said, but that's what we want. We want comments. We want people to talk about because that's what the whole point is doing. So, subscribe to those brewery reviews and all that good stuff. And of course, if you haven't yet, buy you a t-shirt. Well, I'm sure once the weather starts changing, we'll throw some more hoodies and sweatshirts out there. We've got stickers, mugs, whatever it may be. Plenty of tank tops and t-shirts. Go make your order on that. And then, other than that, yeah, let's dive into it. Week one. Oh, before yeah. By the way, thanks for allowing me to be on the brewery review. Oh, yeah, it's coming up. It was. It was a lot of fun. So. So yeah, we did five the other day, which is a monumental amount in a day for any human because you're drinking a lot of beer. Yes. And Duval met us for Triple C, which I'll be releasing Triple C. I want to say in maybe like two weeks. We've still got Lenny Boy and Hyde to release, and then Triple C. I think yeah, will be. In two weeks. So I've been on the point of like releasing two a week, okay. the beginning of the week, and then letting those sit and simmer for about a week and then going out, you know, for some others there. So, yeah, Duvall joined in on one. That last one was – everybody was a little toasty. <laughs> it was – it was it's interesting when you when that one comes out in a couple weeks. So, yeah, go check those out. All right, yeah, NFL week one. Danny, you want to start us off? Like you said, your game was just a couple days ago with the Jets. Yeah, I know the Rams and the Raiders closed out the week, but my week was finished uh, at about 10 o'clock after yeah. the Jets beat down the Detroit what? Lions, the 9-7 and seven Detroit Lions from last season yeah. that were supposed to be relatively respectable, yeah. even well, within a top I feel division. Like Matt, I mean, Matt Stafford is what, like probably going to go down as like the greatest – not best quarterback of all time or something. You know what I mean? Like Maybe Philip Rivers next to him. Ooh, well, but see, I feel like Philip Rivers has at least gotten to like an AFC championship game. He has a little more. He has a little more wins. Okay, so you give okay. Matt okay. Stafford to me, like he's just like he, it all. Like to me, at least Philip Rivers is good. He's won some stuff. Matt Stafford, it's always like next year, next year. It's always next year with Matt Stafford. And more as, like, he's going to take the next step. Even though he's had good seasons, he's never really raised himself or really his team above that they mediocre game. level. Yeah, they never won a playoff game. So that's that's he's tough. paid like he's... That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, he's and he man. looks like it on most given weeks. He's yeah. not last or Monday night. But a lot of weeks throughout the season, he'll look like a top three quarterback mm-hmm. in the league. It just doesn't reflect at the end of the season. Nothing so what were you there. feeling, though? You, you turn on first, you know, first drive for the Jets. Darnold's first pass, pick six. <laughs> What goes through your mind right there? Because let's let's be honest, it, this past draft was so obviously, obviously a lot of people thought Darnold was going to go first, then Baker went first, then Darnold went. Maybe now the Giants are going to take him at two, and then he slips to three to you guys. And I mean, we had five quarterbacks go in the first round. 
you know, and you guys have been hurting for a quarterback, I mean, for a while. Well, yeah, I mean, we made, we made a big move. We worked just a little bit yeah. uh, to bump up to grab Darnold, who we thought yeah. we could get. Excited to get him. Uh, looked real good in the preseason, especially that first game against yeah. the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a couple other good moments. But the first pick, I thought of Brett Favre. That's the only okay. thought going through my head. Was, okay. People have been here before. It's a long <laughs> game. As long as this doesn't snowball right here, yeah. we'll be okay. Yeah. Defense came out. First play of the game, seven-yard loss. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Adams, who's poised for a huge year, tackled the Garrett Blunt in the backfield. And I feel like that, that reversed that course right off the bat. Yeah. And we looked damn good from there on out, really. Yeah. I mean, we never really blinked after that. Yeah. I, so, yeah. I, I watched um, a, a good chunk of that. And um, well, it was nice. The game was on at like seven yeah. twenty or something, right? Like that was fantastic. It I mean, was. I, I wish Monday Night Football would start that early all the time, and that's why I guess people say it's fun to watch football when you're on the West Coast because you do that game normally for us starts at eight eight fifteen. It's five o'clock on the West Coast if you're out there. So you, and you get football at ten a.m. on the West Coast as well on yeah. Sundays. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I think. Uh, I've got a buddy who's a, a huge Jets fan, too. So um, I kind of reached out to him, and I was like, you all look good, you know, first week. Of, of course, you know, take week one. With week, exactly, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Still uh, is early. Still kind of early. But I told him, I was, I was like, you know, if you all are able to keep it together, your defense has always been sound. Um, offensively, you've always had, you know, been able to get by. But if you all have a quarterback in Darnold who can actually take you all to the next level, I mean, there's no telling what you all could do. You know, yeah, so exactly. Well, and then the offensive line to me was the biggest question mark coming into the season. But yeah. it's a lot easier to protect for somebody who's relatively mobile, who's decisive, who you True. who you know where they're going to go when they're behind you. You can adjust to that. Not when you have a stagnant guy sitting in the middle of the pocket where yeah. every defender knows exactly where he's going to be. Yeah, Donald seems to be able to keep that defense on his toes. Uh, rolling out, they've got a lot of packages for him to roll out and make throws and check down. I mean, that first one was he was coming across to the wheel route. Yeah, the the play was there. That safety just made the right break, yeah, and that's a well, it's it's a no no in Madden. It's a no no backyard football. You don't want to throw all the way across the field opposite. It, yeah, I mean, because it's just it looks like you can get it there, but the defense can. You just has to travel so much further and stuff. Yeah. So, well, like I said, to me, I think the big key is. He was able to rebound off of that. Yeah, very well. Because too, yeah. a lot of that is a young guy, youngest starting quarterback in NFL history. Your first pass, you know, instead of taking, instead of just maybe scrambling for three yards or throwing it out of bounds, he takes a risk. He takes a gamble. They don't just pick it, take it all to the house. One of the worst things you basically can have happen on a defense, and for them to still be able to go out and then drop what forty-one points in the whole 48. game, forty-eight points. I mean that's just to me. Is, is I mean, well, the it was point. it was every facet of the team too. Yeah. All three, all three teams, mm-hmm. offense, yeah. defense, special. Uh, we returned a kick. The defense scored a touchdown and set up multiple more. Yeah, and yeah. Sam Darnold threw it twenty times. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't he got the storyline rightfully. So his third overall yeah, pick, that, winning his want. first game yeah. in a blowout. That's fine by me. He yeah. gets all the praise he needs, and mm-hmm. but the rest of the team knows what they did as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Andre Roberts was kept to return kicks. He. Returned a heck of a uh, punt return, like yeah. 78 yards. Yeah. Uh, tiptoeing down the sideline. That was wild. Pretty, yeah, could have sworn he stepped out. Usually in those, when they replay those, yeah. it's always a little edge of the foot, but he was able to sneak it through. Yeah. So special teams looked better. Everywhere we looked improved. The defense, it's, it's been solid for years, but they looked yeah. good last night. Yeah. They looked, they, we made plays. Jamal yeah. Adams didn't have an interception as a rookie. 
he was able to take one, even though that was really just a stat because yeah. the game was over. It was a tip pass, but hey, yeah, it's yeah, a pick. Yeah. So, yeah. also, just a side note: end of the half, that tiptoe pick in the corner of the end zone that the Lions oh, yeah. still got a field goal off of that yeah. was not reviewed. It was big. If anybody on here would like to enlighten me on why that either wasn't reviewed or when it's the last two minutes, coaches don't get to make that call that's supposed to be the refs. I would have liked to have seen that reviewed because I'm pretty confident that toe was down. Yeah, they should have. That was a top ten play interception. Yeah. at least reviewed. And my thing is, I, I know that it's, it's it's in the refs' hands, but I feel like the coach could have went called a timeout and said, yeah, "Hey, listen, call let's let's there. review this because it looked like." And every time they kept reviewing it, it looked like it was a pick. Yeah. Like I mean, he drug his second foot. Yeah. So. I can see where you're going with yeah. that. Yeah. Luckily, thought, it didn't cost you the game. Though. No, and it really had very little effect, but that's why I bring it up. Yes. Yeah. It would have been the headline of the night yeah. if it turned into a one-possession yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. That, if that field goal loomed large, yeah. for sure. Very true. But having it be a wash made it kind of go under the radar, but yeah. I still am concerned. I'm confused. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the NFL. I mean, even stick, starting off with that first game, Falcons-Birds – Julio Jones, that catch, it seemed like he had, but then they said no, but it looked like it was everything they said they were going to fix to where if it looks like a catch, it should be a catch unless you see it bl- the ball blatantly just roll on the ground or whatever. And, I mean, you know, as much as a Panthers fan as we are, Duvall, you still got to look at that and be like, well, that was a catch. Like, yeah. I, so I don't know how, you know, there's, there's still going to be some of those plays. Luckily, like you said, it's week one, so it's not, yeah. even though the Falcons lost, it's nothing – even though every game does count, you're still going, okay, let's hopefully they can adjust some of this stuff and get it. They're like, you know, we were all worried a little bit for um, the helmet rule. Yeah. And that, to me, seemed like I guess the only one time they might have caught it was when the guy went to hit Andrew Luck. But he got ejected. ejected. And that was obvious. Though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the yeah. only time we really saw it was when it was directly obvious. Mm-hmm. Not like when that preseason week two or week one when it was just like, holy moly, they're calling everything on guys yeah. just shitting over their shoulders. Yeah. And we thought it was going to be a, a, a troublesome thing. But yeah. they've kind of – it seems so far they've shook that out and figured that out. But How do you feel about the, the rules of – and I'm all for protecting the quarterback. Yeah. But some of those – Pass interferences are kind of like I'm not pass interference, but uh, roughing the passers yeah. is kind of. Eh, I would have let that one slide. It, you know, it's it, tough now because like the whole weight of the body, the whole below the knees. Yes. Because some of those, I mean, we saw that I think Aaron Donald got called on one when he hit Carr. Yeah. And it's one of those he gets blocked and he's on the ground. And he's kind of crawling to him and he dives at his knees and takes him down and you can see him going what else am I supposed to do and the ref's like look that's the rule that's well I have to call it kind of thing like mm-hmm. I don't want to get that email from my boss saying <laughs> this quarterback you know so we all have bosses to answer yeah, to and this, this quarterback tore his ACL and it's your fault and then and then of course you know Carr didn't play that well anyway and we talk about the question of his contract this that and third but like I'm sure his backup one will be you know it's going to be uh, McCarron so oh, they'd rather no. see Carr than McCarron like, again that's the whole thing you know it, it, it's one of those where you don't want those quarterbacks that are at least good to mm-hmm. go out to yeah. see the below average. So that's true. You just gotta, I guess, as a defense, over time you gotta adjust. You know, you get knocked down, you gotta, you know, I guess either try to grab them by the foot and hold on, but you can't dive into lunge yeah. into their knees. And and I think um, I remember uh, last year when we played Green Bay, Peppers kind of. This was like when Aaron Rodgers had just came back and he yeah. was still kind of injured. He said that like when he sacked them. He made sure he brought him down, yeah. but he was also in a safe manner too. Yeah. So, like, I think 
what it's going to come down to is players actually adjusting to it. Yes. Just like with any other sport, you have to just adjust to the rule. doesn't necessarily have to, you have to change your game, but you have to know and pick your spots. Okay, this is when I can really unload like I want to, yeah. and this is a spot where I have to – I can bring this guy down with no issue. And depending on the particular player, like the way you hit Cam is not doesn't have to be the same way you hit Tom Brady. Yeah. Because Tom Brady's going to fold the closer you get. Yeah. Cam is one of those that's going to try and get away. So you yeah. actually have to bring a little bit more to yeah. Cam. You know, so now from a referee standpoint, it's hard to ref Cam versus Tom Brady just because yeah. of that too. But um, it's interesting to see just how the rule change goes and how it goes throughout the season. You know, so. And I even think some of the – you can kind of tell some of it, if you watch close enough, those – the headhunting rules and the blasting receivers on the middle. Every now and then it'll happen because it is football. But you can see some of the defenders now that it's been coached for the past six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Now it's being taught in high school, then college, to where you can see they're trying not to do the old Ronnie Lott, the old Rodney Harrison. Now it's going to happen every now and then because it's just football yeah. and it's violent. I mean, but you can see them trying to adjust and not make those crazy knock your head into the, you know, three months from now kind of hit. So. Well, yeah. that's that's what I feel like is trying to be stopped the most. Like, yeah. the Andrew Luck hit, unacceptable. Yeah, like, yeah, right. yeah. He's right. be maybe suspended for multiple games, not yeah. just ejected. That's, that is the problem. Exactly. Right? Yeah, 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 that yeah. culminated everything that is the issue. But the roughing the passer calls, well, everything you said was right about what they need to do to adjust to it, I still don't like it. I think the, yeah. quarter, <laughs> I think the quarterback <laughs> needs to be abused a little bit when he gets sacked <laughs> in the pocket. I mean, you're getting paid millions of dollars to not make mistakes, and if you do, you get beat up for it. Yeah. I, I, I strongly feel that the defensive player should not be. I mean, granted, if they're lifting him off the ground and slamming him or anything, yeah. anything right. that would be a penalty anywhere else in the field should still stand. But yeah. just to tackle somebody with your weight, and the sport of football. The weight one is very weird. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the one that I don't, yeah. I don't like. That's an Aaron Rodgers rule, in my opinion, because yeah. he keeps snapping collarbones. Yeah. But he keeps looking at the pass, expecting not to get hit, not playing football anymore. As soon yeah. as he lets it go, he acts like, you can't touch me. So when he gets brought to the ground, he's all relaxed and yeah. lackadaisical. You're going to get hurt. If you're a quarterback, you throw that ball, you, you're ready for that. Carson Wentz is a pro at that. He's throwing it, taking a hit, rolling over, looking to see then. You know you're going to get hit. Yeah. Take the hit. It's yeah. football. Get back up. See where the ball went. Don't just let go of the ball and act like you can't touch me now. It's not yeah. flag football. Well, no, the, yeah, the, I, I agree with that the one, the, the more that it doesn't bother me as much as the knee one because no one wants to see the quarterback go out. Yeah, and that's the, a, the, the knee one. Like the, the, Car- the Carson Palmer in the playoffs type when the because especially like you know you go look at the Carson Palmer one when he was Cincinnati and. I can't remember the defensive end. I mean, he's just on the ground, and he just basically puts his his helmet to their knee. Yeah. So that one, but yeah, the one that was called where it's like literally the guy's just tackling him and just falling onto him, you're kind of like, holy moly, what are you supposed to do? Dude, so man. those ones do so. Yeah, yeah that, to me, that's the only one that I would like to see not called. Granted, it's that's probably not going to change because it is a safety thing. Yeah. And the quarterbacks are people who want to watch. That's who yeah. a lot of them. A lot of people buy jerseys. I don't, up, yeah, I don't want to see Heineke in there. Hanky, no, yeah, no. You, you don't want to see McCow because then McCow's gonna get, get blasted, and you're gonna see whoever the third quarterback you guys <laughs> have. Is, so yeah, so no. yeah, I'm all for the the head hunting ones. It's not okay. I'm yeah. fine with them penalizing that. Yeah. And like you said, you kind of see it. It's less malicious because those hits are malicious. There's nothing yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. that mm-hmm. I mean, that's a football play. The whole but, point of football, you know, it's. And they're still committed to you know impose your will on somebody, but at some point, if you knew a player was 
demolishing you, you would try to knock them out of the game. I mean, the Jaguars did to Gronkowski in the AFC Championship game because they knew that was the one guy they couldn't really guard. Yeah. They knock him out with a concussion. And now, like you said, the concussion thing is you you you, you can't fake and come back in for that stuff. No, nope. like, if they hear the hit, basically, yeah. it feels like they're so, going to be able to the sidelines. Like Tremaine Johnson, he got he got leveled pretty good by Kenny Galladay after he picked off that pass. But it was still shoulder. It was like helmet to shoulder. Yeah. And he was fine. He came yeah. back in a few plays later, but he misses like six or seven snaps in there. Yeah. yeah. So that's one that intrigues me on does that affect the quality of the game? When yeah. Each time someone gets hit, they have to be out for eight to ten plays, even though you're pretty sure it's not a concussion. And yeah. The well, answer is going to be probably pretty largely yeah. yes. That they're like that's oh, yeah. okay to sacrifice that bit of quality. Oh in the yeah, game. They're, they're covering their tails now with yeah. all the concussion stuff. There's no more. I mean, yeah, it's because now you're you could lose your job as a trainer or whatever else. Mm-hmm. With it. So, is there anything else like do you want to hit Panthers now, Duval, or hit yeah, anything? Okay, I'm, I'm fine with that. All right, so let's see. I mean, what's your initial reaction to the Panthers game on that? Um, I would say, uh, first of all, a win is a win, so yes. I'll take it whether it was three to zero, yeah. or forty to zero, or forty to ten, whatever the case is. Um, I'm a one. I was just so happy to see us back on the field. I was happy to see um, the logo in the middle of the field. I, I'm excited just to see what we have in store. Um, the offense, uh, based off the flow of the game, we couldn't really see all of our weapons from the from the receiver standpoint. Yeah. Just because of we were doing so well running the ball, we were controlling the clock, um, that we didn't necessarily see a lot of what I guess what everybody was anticipated from North Turner. They yeah. were anticipating a lot of play action, which we saw some of. Yeah. Um Cam throwing for two, three hundred yards. We didn't see that. And that's fine. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. But when you have, you know, McCaffrey rushing for sixty plus and another forty plus on the I mean Catching, then you've got Cam with 50 yards rushing, and then you've got CJ Anderson putting in his two cents as well. You know, I, I do not have a problem with that at all. Um, the defense looked very well. Um, I'm really impressed with the defensive backs because that's always been the concern. Um, just how our corner's gonna hold up, how our safety's gonna hold up. We had a little bit more of, a, of an aggressive mindset. Um, the D line looked really well as well. So um, overall, I was very impressed. Uh, Dallas has a lot of work to do because I didn't think that I thought I didn't know their offense was going to be that well. Like I said, it, I, it could be a function of our defense as well, but they just didn't look as explosive as I anticipated Dallas yeah. being. Or as the well, media allows them to look. So, um, but we held Zeke in in check for, with the exception of those couple of runs he got. But I think that was just a function of us actually kind of being a little bit more complacent because we were up sixteen goose. So. Um, but overall, like I said, a win is a win. Um, I'm looking forward to Atlanta. They're going to be kind of damaged on the defensive side of the ball because they lost a linebacker and a safety. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then even on our end, on the uh, from an offensive line standpoint, we are we could be down three offensive linemen. So it's going to be interesting just to see how we respond and how we do things there. So. Um, I'm just I'm, one. I'm glad football is back too. So, but we're, sure. but we're okay. Um, Who's the next Panthers' next opponent? Play Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. So All they're right. going to be kind of you know they they need their they need a win under their belt. They don't want to start zero and two. This is a uh, this is a rivalry game. This is also a divisional game too. So 
they're really going to, you know, have a lot of energy and a lot of, you know, a lot of noise. I think that'll be a better indicator of how their season will look to go. Because those defensive backs, they look pretty good. But against Dak Prescott, who had a killer rookie year, but is yet to really assert himself back to that level of play where he looked quite good as a rookie, but he was also thrown to a Hall of Famer in Jason Witten. Ezekiel Elliott was damn good. Uh, I think they lost one or two O-linemen since that year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Des Bryant, as controversial as he is, is a high-quality wide receiver at, at the least. And so he's never looked as good as he did that first year, and he didn't show any of it. Yeah, like yeah. I said, Cowboys was pretty easy to come in and, like I said, shut down Zeke, make Dak try to beat you. And with those receivers, no one really scares you. And that's what they did. They went man-to-man a lot. Mm-hmm. And in the second half, they kind of went to a softer zone, which I think is what led them to get to that touchdown and stuff. But I think it just – their offense is very – there's no one you're scared of besides Zeke. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you can stop him and hold him – Hold him to, excuse me, hold him to 69 yards rushing and his one TD comes in the fourth quarter, I think you're all right. Um, but You're covering, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I would, like I said, you'd like to see the Panthers score more points. They left some on the field with the McCaffrey fumble in the in the red zone. But, again, he fumbled last year in the first game of the season and then didn't fumble the rest of the way. So that's a maybe that's a little omen he likes to do, fumble <laughs> in the first game. It didn't cost us the win, so that doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt as much. But that's still that's another touchdown you'd say on the board. Yeah, and uh, just you know it went through the same kind of lulls there for the offense as we'd had seen. So again, it started making you think: it, was it a Shula problem or was it more of a Rivera problem? Is this the kind of offense where like he gets up sixteen points and then kind of just sits on the ball? You know what I mean? Like you you want to see that killer instinct? You want to see where? Because we like I said, Dallas. I, Never felt like they were in that game. Even that final drive when they, you know, when Dak ends up fumbled and we pick it up, I didn't, I didn't feel like they were going to march down the field and score another touchdown, another two point conversion. Right. Though you look at it, I mean, the big thing to me is a mini Silatolu's costing a. I mean, he st- he slid out to right tackle when Darrell Williams went down, gave up two or three sacks. Then he's the cause from it going from a three score game to a two score game, and that's what because somehow he. Ends up his leg goes in between the snapper and the ball kicks off of that. And, yeah. like, what's, what's the last time you saw that happen? Like, I, peewee football? I mean, come on. And the sad part was he false started because he moved before the like, ball. Was that's started. what I'm saying. So, I'm just I, – I, I don't know. So, so let me ask you, what are your expectations going into week two? First, I think Amelia Silatolu has new photos of Rivera's – White is the only reason why he's still on this team. Like, like, how else do you have somebody that bad still on the yeah, team, right? Yeah, he's in his pocket. Like, they literally just signed a guy today that was nowhere on anybody's training camp roster, but they signed him because he was in. But somehow, Silatolu still has a job, and he's put up plenty of disgusting tape out there. So I don't know. But my expectations this week. I mean, we've been pretty bad in Atlanta. In the history of the franchise playing in Atlanta, right? I mean, even the 15-1 year we lost in Atlanta was the one loss besides the Super Bowl. I hope they bring some juice. And we know Cam loves to play in Atlanta because he's from Atlanta. But, I mean, maybe – but two of their top defend, defenders are down. Yeah. I, I don't worry as much about the offensive line because Cam has – Drug in offensive line, as I've been saying. I mean, we he drug Mike Rimmers and Michael Orr to the Super Bowl. You know, if you call the right plays, you can scheme around that. Yeah. Now, yes, at some point you do want the offensive line to at least block so you can make some big plays. But, hey, um, 
I expect a competitive game. I mean, with Deion Jones out, with uh, Keanu Neal out, they drafted Deion Jones just to stop Cam because right. he was a speed linebacker that could fly from sideline to sideline. You know, they still got a decent pass rush. Their offense, I mean, Matt Ryan looked 100 years old. It looked like his ball couldn't flutter on Monday, but I don't know. I, I mean, you just – it's still – like I said, it's, it's only going to be week two. Mm-hmm. They could come out all fire. And, I mean, they still have Julio. But, again, they just – the Eagles showed you how to beat them. You can let Julio go for 10 and 160, and <laughs> you can still win. So, it's – I don't want to see Julio go for 300 like he did two or three years ago. I don't think he'll do that again. But it better not. Yeah. Because that's just – I mean, that was terrible. So, 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 you, so basically the blueprint is really you let Julio get his – and stop everybody else. To me, yeah. Yeah. I, well, even to me, though, shove Julio down and let somebody else try to beat you. I mean, Julio didn't even have a touchdown, though. Did he not, right? They only kicked field goals. You know, to be yeah. honest, they've been so terrible in the red zone. Julio oh, hasn't had a red zone touchdown in forever. forever. Yeah. He's always, if, if it's not a 60 yard bomb that he catches, yeah. he's not getting the end zone. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Ryan is one of his last 20 to Julio in the end zone of the yeah. last three seasons. So that means he'll, he'll get like two this week, exactly. right? <laughs> he gets that towards us. I, like I said, it's been a while since we've won in Atlanta. I think two, three years. Like I said, the 15-1 season, we won in, we lost in Atlanta. I think it was the the year after. Was that the year we won it? The 7-8? Possibly. We had to win in Atlanta. Possibly, I think so. That, that might have been. So that was like three or four years ago. Yeah. Um. Because last year we waxed them. We beat them pretty good at home, and then they beat the dog out of us at home at their spot. So, uh, yeah, I just – I want some juice. I want some emotion. And they should be – like, we're the underdogs. They should be pumping that all week, even though I feel like we, you know, we still got Luke. We still got some defensive pieces there. Let's just make Matt Ryan look 110 years old. Because he looked – for some reason, he just looked bigger and a lot – he's never been an athletic guy no. like – you know, like a Darnold or something. But still, he just looks super slow <laughs> against the Eagles. So, hopefully we can get to him. Yeah. I, I don't think he looks as slow this week. I think it's a shootout. I think okay. I think you take the over. Yeah, okay. Really? Huh? Yeah. Fair I don't see – I mean, like you – well, saying the Falcons lost two of their best defensive pieces is an accurate statement. I think the Panthers yeah. are going to come out and at least put up some points. And the Falcons are angry. They just lost to, I mean, the defending Super Bowl Chance, champions. Yeah. With their and they had ten, 10 days to prepare too. So. Yeah, they had. Yeah, exactly. And for, I just, for us, yeah, for the Panthers, yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that Eagles team is solid. One of the best, the best team in football, like minus the quarterback position at yeah. the moment. Even when they get Carson Wentz, that's another story. Yeah, but yeah. I do think it's going to be a shootout. I think it'll be a high scoring affair. I don't okay. see either defense doing a whole lot to stop the other offense. I think the Panthers had an easy test week one. They played the right game. Yeah, they let Zeke. Yeah, they controlled Zeke and let somebody else beat him, and nobody did. Yeah, no. I think if you try to control Julio, the Falcons are good enough to where either if Devonta plays or even Tevin Coleman has a quality running back, and Calvin Ridley and Mohamed Sanu as second and third options are miles ahead of any second or third option in Dallas as far as receiving yeah. goes. Yeah, 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 true. So I think it'll be a much better test, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. Yeah, the no, Falcons definitely. are angry. I also thought the Falcons were going to come out a lot stronger. Against I did the Eagles. too. Yeah, I. I thought that that cloud of two years ago blowing that Super Bowl was kind of dissipating, and they felt like they were that championship caliber team that they 
fell from a couple of years back. Yeah. And, and even last year, not the, look like it. And then even in the last year, in the, the NFC Championship game. Well, not well, last year. That was the division the, rounds. Yeah, division rounds. They like, beat the Rams, which was an impressive victory. Yes. To go all the way across the yep. coast, and then they go into Philly, and they're literally. A touchdown away what? from winning that thing and going on and facing the Vikings or yeah, whatever, and they Julio couldn't see it. Yep. And that, it was it was you know it was eerily similar the same, same end situation. except yeah, it was the opposite end like it was the other end zone and the, you know and it's it just was, like yeah. holy moly and that's just kind of got to eat at you and you know to me a little bit's on the offensive coordinator but a lot of it like I think as soon as you know Matt Ryan just got I mean what's he making thirty five million a year so he's got to step up as well and make the plays and get other receivers involved I mean it did, like Sanu never really got going really never really got going in that game so ends, no, nothing yeah has, I any, mean, has anybody gone through uh, Jalen Ramsey's like rant this tirade about all the quarterbacks and seeing how they performed week one because I know he said Matt Ryan is average yeah he well, he, pretty, he, yeah I'm average. pretty sure he I'm pretty sure who, he else did he, who else did he say was trash <laughs> he said Darnold was on the rise looked good that's that, that was there. Accurate. Eli made it was trash which Eli didn't look that he, great I mean, Eli hasn't looked good for like three years I know which actually gets you to the point think about the stance of the Giants took a running back at two when they had their pick of quarterbacks after they Baker had, Mayfield. Yes. And Eli Manning's not 27. He's not 30. He's 38 years old. And they passed over, after a record over five quarterbacks for the first round, they passed over a cube. To me, especially, I just think that was, now they're going to, I think they're going to hate that. You know what I mean? And I know we were, all, we were all on the, why not just take, and the only reason I talked about the Browns taking Saquon at one is because they had to pick it four. And they, they could have gotten Another quarterback, quarterback at four, so that's I mean, why I was saying that. But if they only had the number one overall pick, they had to. You have to because, especially with this rookie wage scale, you get to keep your quarterback for five years on dirt cheap, and you can just go out and get a ton of free agents and re-sign players, and then you worry about blowing it up later and signing your quarterback to one hundred fifty million dollars. Yes, and if you get a Super Bowl in that five year span, you're you good. Oh, you're good. The Seahawks yeah. did it. The Eagles just did, did it. it. Yep. That's the new way to build. The only team that hasn't done is the Patriots, but the. Tom Brady's been taking cheap deals as a quarterback. I mean, yeah, rookie deals. He should be making $45, 50000000 million a year because of his status as Tom Brady. Brady. I mean, but he's just doing it because he knows he wants them to actually get some pieces and pay Gronk and pay some receivers, pay some D linemen so they can compete. Because and they still don't pay anybody. No, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow they still get it done. I mean, they're an anomaly, right? Yeah, it's just, they are. But any other what – what other takeaways did you get from – I was, I was kind of – I thought Deshaun Watson was going to have a better performance. He kind of, yeah. I mean, I guess it's his first game back since the torn ACL, but he just kind of disappointed me there. I think um, the, I think teams have tape on him now. Yeah, that's very true. And, and I think that's him. Um, it was a couple of other people. Garoppolo uh, teams Garoppolo, out. I mean, he threw three picks. Garoppolo teams. Yeah. He looked. We didn't throw any picks last year for those last six games. Yeah, I mean, he went he six and over. Throw it three this three, game? yeah. He looked flustered by that. That's a that's a damn good Minnesota defense. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. that's a top three, probably top, probably top, top three defense yes. in the league. And they made him look. But better. I won't, I won't trust that Minnesota team until Kirk Cousins can lead them to a playoff victory because Kirk Cousins in the playoffs is bad. Yes, how so, much? That's a tiny sample size, though, right? Oh, he's still bad though. I think he's lost two or three times in the playoffs. In, in, yeah, in Washington, yeah, he, he couldn't yeah. he couldn't get them over the hump at yeah. all. So yes, he does have a good team. But again, I think Minnesota's gonna be good. I don't even worry about them until we get to December, January. Because mm-hmm. to me, I, I felt like they should have beat the Niners 
by 30 or 40 points. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Three I think, picks. Yeah, yeah with, with the game script, maybe it should have been a little bit of a bigger margin yeah. of victory, but I do think the the 49ers I mean, are a respectable To me, he's, he's the, he's the, Kirk Cousins is the check down king. Yeah. So he, he like you know you don't that, like that. So you don't no, like I don't that. like checkdown uh, kings. That's, that's, like, that's safe. Like yeah. that's yeah. That's just you know. And again, it, it may get them. It 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 may get them to where they need to be. I mean, Keenum just took them all the way to the NFC Championship game, but then they got blasted mm-hmm. in the NFC Championship game away from you know away from the dome. So we'll see. Like I said, I don't trust Kirk Cousins in the playoffs, but I don't trust this guy you just spoke to. I don't trust Keenum. Yeah. Because I mean, Denver paid him. I mean, it wasn't as big of a deal as they paid mm-hmm. as as, as uh, Cousins got, but I don't trust him either for yeah. Denver. I mean, they're going to have to really still rely on their defense. Yeah. And if he can just hold on to the ball, yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah. You know, so we'll, we'll, we'll and we see. know defense wins championships, but you at least got to have offense got to get at least quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting. I'm just glad to see to see football back. Oh yeah. What's the uh, this is kind of random, but what's the surprise NFL team that you're looking to see? Because every team, every year's a breakout team. Because last yeah. year was Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, so do you see a breakout team? Is it? Well, I know we just saw Tampa Bay. Do you think Tampa Bay will have make more noise in the NFC South? See, I, I think I think Tampa Bay to me, Ryan Fitzpatrick. There's a reason he's still in the league because he does this every couple games. <laughs> he goes on a three game tear like this. With multiple touchdowns, and then all of a sudden, and they got him paid in Buffalo, and then yes. he got cut. But then all of a sudden, he goes on a four-game tear of four picks, three picks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's terrible, and then you realize that's what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. You're good with a couple games sub. That's what you want with Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> After that, you know it's a toss up. Now all of a sudden, he may have a career resurgence or something. But uh, maybe they will surprise. But I just. I don't know. I still think their defense. I mean, they gave up still forty-one points to the Saints. <laughs> it wasn't like they went out and beat them forty-eight to three. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, either. yeah, I think they're the tantalizing choice after Week One. Yeah. It's, it's the easy answer. I yeah. don't think they will hold it together for the year. I do think that team is better throughout than people give them credit for. I yeah. thought they'd be. I thought they would be better last year. I'm curious to see what happens when Jameis comes back. Yeah, if, if, if they give him his job. Yeah. Back. Well, he said he's not guaranteed his job. They said that, but and he's not until Fitzy throws six picks. In exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what he did for our Jets. He, yeah, set, the record, he set the record for 29 touchdowns in a season. Yeah. Broke Vinny Testaverde's all-time Jet record. Took the offseason off because we wouldn't pay him. He's been this career that's grinder, right, Harvard right, guy. Right. Yep. Showed up out of shape. Showed up out of shape. Awful. Threw yeah. one pick in the first game. Three in the second game and six in the third game, yeah. and then rip the coaches for benching him. Yeah. If I throw six picks in a game, I bench me, coach. Yeah, put, like, yeah. put somebody else in, man. After the third one, I need to sit down. Yeah, like, for him yeah. to be able to call those coaches out, I never. I lost a lot of respect for him when he blamed the coaches for not having faith in him. Yeah, but that's I, that left me speechless. Yeah, I, that, like, well, you don't have faith in you. Throw a touchdown. Yeah. And, but that's what he, I mean, he did that same Eight kind touchdowns. of scenario in every team he went to. Even in Tennessee, he had a little rip where he was pretty good and then wasn't. So, it, you know, you can't trust him all the way. But maybe my – I think the, to me the, the kind of interesting thing is the Raiders acting like they were going to win, but now we clearly see that they're blowing that thing up. Yeah, yeah. And I would not be surprised if, like, Carr is gone at some point this past this upcoming offseason. Think right? so? Yeah, because Gruden, it's not Gruden's guy. Right now he's saying all the right things, but, like, 
Gruden is always great with old quarter. I mean, old quarterbacks. Look who he won the Super Bowl with with Tampa. Brad Johnson was thirty six years old. He was good. Yeah, he was good with the Raiders with Rich Gannon, who was thirty five years old. He just something. It's about it. And is, Carr is still young, so I, I don't know. Is John Gruden a more charismatic Rex Ryan? Ooh. Well, the thing is, he's at least got a Super Bowl. Yeah, but at the same time, he he waltzed through that. Uh, he had a good. Oh, Tony Jones' team, and yeah. he was able to get the get the last. Yeah, of so, yeah. so does he really get? I mean, yeah, he I got mean, he, he coached that team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's not. I'm not trying to take that away from yeah. him, but that's. That's where, like, Rex Ryan's father was an all-time great. Yeah. That got Rex in. Gruden got a Super Bowl early, and that got him in. Now he has his reputation. Jay Gruden doesn't seem to have a whole... I don't know. The Redskins look pretty good week one with Doug Smith. He's... He's... he's, But I do, speaking of the Redskins, I have to defend my boy Kirk Cousins. 0-1 in the playoffs? He's 0-1. Well, he lost the game that RG3 got hurt in against the Seahawks. He came he's in. Two. He came in and well, I would give RG through the loss, but <laughs> no. started the game. He's playing two points. He had a sixty-three percent completion percentage, threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, no picks in his one playoff game. They got blown out pretty good. He got yeah. sacked six times. But he probably got that one touchdown at the very final end. This Checked is possible. Out. This is yeah, possible. yeah. But I do like Kirk Cousins and I do yeah. think he'll do well in Minnesota. I think so too. I think but he just to me he's just so safe. And yes, yes. okay, he's with the Minnesota Vikings, but to me, if they get into a shootout, he's not your guy because he's so, like, scared to throw that pill. He just checks it on the running back, which is cool when you're not down 21-3 to and you need to make the big plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we'll see. I think I think that's perfect for him in Minnesota because rarely will you be down 21-3 to playing with that defense. Know, unless unless they, that in the NFC Championship game, they were down big. That's the only thing. Like, yeah. as long as their defense keeps them in, yeah. He's gonna look like the savior. Yeah. But when it's time for him to really make that make eighty-seven million dollars guaranteed, is he gonna? To me, like I said, the same thing with Keenum. I didn't trust Keenum all the way through. Mm-mm. He was making miraculous, and the same thing against the Saints. He would. They had the miraculous touchdown yeah. catch, and he would because all season you just saw Keenum going. Why is he throwing that? And his receivers, Thielen and Diggs, were making crazy catches. And then finally he got to the Eagles, who had a good defense, and he was throwing them things up, and they were getting picked. And it was like, okay. So, again, I think, like I said, I still don't think – not that they're going to go – I don't think they're going to go, like, you know, 8-8, eight, eight and eight, but I, it'll be interesting to me. I won't worry about the Vikings until it's playoff time because that's when we're to see if Kirk Cousins can make that 85 mil or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think – yeah, no, 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 and that's yeah. totally fair. I just think he's more of a gamer. I think, right. he, I think he'll show up to play. Okay. But – it's just a hypothetical yeah, argument. Right, yeah, right. That's, that's all that it is. Exactly. But yeah, I, like I, I said, think we'll get a chance to see at least because huh? they, like you said, they're not going to go eight and eight. They yeah. should be in the playoffs, and they'll probably, I don't know, match up with the Packers or somebody. We'll see. Yeah. Packers squeaked one out. Packers squeaked one out. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron yeah. Rodgers, yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, I can't even say he did. I see why he made hundred million dollars. Yeah, no one's questioning how much Aaron Rodgers is getting paid. You no. can question a lot of but other again, quarterbacks. But again, if you look at that, he still didn't take like like he still should like take more than like he should be deserved more than that. Yeah, of course. you know what I'm saying. But he said like he didn't want to do that because he knows they won't be able to get talent around him if he takes the max at 45 to $50 million a year. Yeah. Because I think another said, did you see what the Rams were going to do? The Rams offered a first and a third for Khalil Mack. But obviously they didn't pull – the uh, Raiders didn't pull the trigger because what they were going to do was going to trade for Khalil Mack. They were going to go all in on this year, 
pay Khalil Mack, but then trade Khalil Mack in the offseason knowing they could get their first-round pick back. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. But the Raiders didn't do it because, obviously, they, they knew the Rams were going to be good and finish good. And then, obviously, it's a better, somewhat better package with two ones. Two ones. Yeah. yeah. And they only had so two like, ones. To me, like, the Rams are at least a fun team. If you're a Rams fan, you're like, okay, at least they're trying. Because sometimes that's the worst thing as a fan when you just see a team and you're like, they're not even trying. Like, we could have traded for this guy for a third-round pick. Why didn't we do that? We could have, you know, they go out and get Dominica Sue for a one-year deal. They go trade Steve for Tlaib. a deep lead. Marcus Peters. Steve, like, yeah. Brandon wow. Cooks. I that's mean, yeah. they brought in an all-pro cast, in my yeah. opinion. Now, again, that's either going to work out real good or it's just going to go in complete flames yeah. because that's a lot of personalities on one team. And they, only, they, they pay their running back early, so yeah. they're good there. They'll have to pay their quarterback maybe – Depending on how he does, but he's still under. But he's still under his third year deal. Yeah, he's still got three more years left. Two more years, and and you're good. I think with the moves they've made, they don't pay off the big contract. No, they will. But that's but that's you still got. Do you think they will? Yeah. Unless he completely flames out. But from what we're seeing now, but again, they've still got all of this year, all of next year, and then in the off the year before the fourth year, they decide to activate their fifth year option. And then they can do like I said. There's still two seasons and 15 do, games yeah. left okay, to decide, or 14 games left to decide. I mean, unless he completely just Johnny Manziel's it. Yeah, I, I can't I see, him. see that based off their defense and handing the ball to Gurley 30 times. There's absolutely no way that you can. Like I mean, that's, that's why. Good. That's why I'm curious if they're gonna pay golf at or if they think they can get somebody else in there to do his job oh, with no. that defense and about, with Todd. But Gurley. think about how fast teams change. Like here's the thing too: by the time Khalil Mack's contract is four years from now or five years from now, when the Bears have to pay Trubisky, if he's the guy, Khalil Mack will be like 34. By then, yeah, he's 27, guys. Yeah, but you just said four years. I'm saying five years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 32. Well, 32. To me, that's still older. Yes, Julius Peppers has played at 38, 39, but still, by then, he's not going to be worth that money. So you can cut him loose. Like I said, you'll be able to open holes up. But right now, they're going all in. They're paying him. They drafted what Roquan Smith. They yeah. paid a couple other people at corners. They paid. They went in this free agency and got Allen Robinson. They got Trey Burton. Yeah. So they're able to do that because they don't have twenty five, thirty million tied up. But again, it's one of those things you don't worry about it now because you're like, oh, I worry about it, you know, down the line. So that's the greatest asset an NFL team can have right now is a rookie quarterback on a cheap deal. And I think the Cowboys have completely squandered that. Because yeah, they, they had, hadn't brought anybody yeah. in. Instead Do you think of, that's what the Panthers did too? Well, the Panthers, it was one of those, like, it had just teams – they definitely squandered it somewhat because they people teams hadn't really realized, like, what they should do with this new rookie wage scale mm-hmm. and realized, oh, shit, we've got a quarterback on a cheap deal. Let's build up around it. We and we, But we seemed to be – we were in hell anyway. Yeah. When Marty was here, we, we had were running back. Yeah, we we've been to Cap Hill forever. But so. they just yeah, – exactly. They paid all their own people. They exactly. didn't bring anybody in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. They kind of squandered Which it. isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it is when the people you're paying are a little older, a little yes. over the hill – and not, not quite in their prime. Yes. Yeah. When you pay two running backs astronomical amounts of money, and God. D'Angelo and Jonathan Stewart yeah. was one. You know, well, you had, you, and you made like the good thing is that they at least made the playoffs a couple times. Like yeah. it was, like, and yeah. they made a Super Bowl on it, even though that was Cam's second, you know, contract on that. And they weren't terrible like calls to pay a running back. Like, exactly, but it's just I mean, one of those. The Jets paid Isaiah Crowell four million dollars this year. People yeah. were is that too much for? If you can give me four million dollars for a competent running back. Yeah. I'll, 
that's fine by me. There's but plenty they, of teams yeah. playing, playing pe- plenty of running backs four million dollars yeah. playing seven snaps a game. But I will also think what killed us is just like I said, didn't keep Josh Norman. I mean, it's Josh just, Norman should have stayed there. Large. Yeah, exactly. So, but like I said, I think also the Seahawks. You saw them. They, that's the end of their kind of dynasty because. They had Russell on such a cheap deal, now they're paying him, and then they had to see let Sherman go. Even though Sherman was on the edge, Cam Chancellor retires, he's done. I mean, now, and for some reason, now they won't pay Earl Thomas, but they pay Bob. Like, you have to let those, but you have to let some of those other people go and get those, you know, Walter Thurman the third and like Brandon Brown or go get other. Because you can't sign everybody. Yeah, but yeah. they got at least one ring out of it. Should have had two. They would have ran Marshall on one. <laughs> but, you know. That's true. That's and, and, and Earl Thomas is going to walk after this year. And I still th- yeah. I think there's no reason Earl, Sean, Earl Thomas should not be a Dallas Cowboy right yeah, now. Yeah. That's, that's someone true. they should have paid. For, yeah, exactly. But to me, it's like one of those things, if you don't want to pay a player, just, do, I mean, as much as everybody ripped the Raiders for it, then trade them. Get get rid of the what yeah. you don't want. And, of course, yes, you don't want to trade potential Hall of Fame players. But, damn, if you don't want it, just pull the trigger and go. Because, like I said, I, I'm on the boat as I know everybody freaked out about the Khalil Mack thing. I'm a, I'm a wait-and-see kind of guy. Because usually when teams get two first-round picks, we're always like, holy moly, that team won, right? <laughs> but now everybody's ripping the Raiders, and rightfully so, because you don't trade Hawk. But And in the game Khalil Mack had the oh, other night, he was just hurts. like, yeah. In the first <laughs> that, half at least. <laughs> exactly. But then but then but I look still. at it as, what if, what if they end up with Bosa? You know what I'm saying? Like, if they end up with a younger <laughs> Bosa who's, who's a monster right now, we don't know what his career is going to be. But, you know, I always just think it's the overaction league where it's like, holy moly, I'm going to wait and see because they got four first-round picks in two drafts. And, yes, the Raiders have been terrible at drafting, but at least you, if you get more swings at the plate, more amps you're going to hit. So, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on um, John Gruden's response when he said that Khalil Mack didn't want to be there? That was just him covering ass. I mean – Because to me, I, I, was like, I was like, okay, we understand that, but – he was like, yeah, he was under. Contract. That's just him doing. Well, he well the, the weird thing about the Clemson thing is, I don't know. To me, they should have at least waited it out a year because he still had two years left. Yeah. So they could have literally like he was going to get game checks taken away from him. Unlike Le'Veon, who's who's missing out on making money, but he's not signed on a contract. Right. The franchise tender's there. They can pull that at any time. And he'll be a free agent. But. Khalil Mack would eventually showed up because he – I mean, we all yeah, get that yeah. money. That's and and he's on a rookie deal, exactly. so it's not like – So if they would have – he would have showed up, then why not during this next offseason you make the trade with the Bears for two first exactly. rounds? Could so be. then you would at least gotten one more season out of them. So, I, you know, I don't know. It was a weird timing to do it. You know, I thought it was ironic when he just said, like, you know, we got to <laughs> figure out a way to get to Jared Goff and get to, you know, Todd Gurley. He's like, well, you got to hit that guy. Like, you let him go. Um, yeah, that's why for him to just say he didn't want to be there, a guy yeah. who was beloved in Oakland and seemed to have pretty quality team chemistry. Yeah. When you show up, he just doesn't want to be there. I, yeah. I would, if I'm the coach, that's not what I would yeah, say. Cause that makes yeah. me look bad. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think Make he didn't want to be there. He's yeah. your best player. You got I know you want to be the coach and the hard ass and treat everybody the same. Everybody's on the same level. That guy's a little above everybody else's yeah. level. You got you maybe go out of your way to make him want to be there. Yeah, and I think that's just was Gruden was just trying to be that hard ass. He's trying to set a president because he's been out of the league for ten years and yeah. da da da. Yeah, but also he, he made I mean, a statement. He also doesn't care because he's got a ten year contract, so like he's in it for the long haul, right? <laughs> yeah. In theory, Khalil Mack was going to be gone and retired by the time 
John Gruden's still on his deal. Because yeah. in 10 years, Khalil Mack is going to be 37. He may or may not be in the league, but he's probably not going to. You know what I'm saying? Like That's how it's weird to think about this in the NFL. But the, I like, mean, the Raiders lost a playoff game to the Patriots two years ago. Did they not? Tr- yeah, they did. Yeah, they I mean, that, that's a, that's not a bottom-of-the-barrel team like exactly. they were at one point. Yeah. Not a team that I would – I mean, they also, I think, broke records for being the worst defense. Well, that the was league. the thing last year was people were saying, okay, look. Khalil Mack is great. He had a great game against the Bears. He was all, he's all but, they had. But, he was all they had. But he was all but they still were the worst defense. So how yeah. much can one like again that we just saw against the Bears? We just saw it against the Bears. He had a wreck of a game. You know lost. what? They still lost. So it's it's one of those things, you know, and, it's a team when sport. Look, when you when you make that statement, you look at it and you say, you know what, John Gruden, you may have a point for letting him walk away because you were already the one of the worst defenses with him. Yeah. And he and he was the best player. Yeah. So if I can get two ones. Yeah. And if, if he can salvage it and, and and flip it and get something else, some other kind of trade value for it. Yep. Well, and that's mean, the thing is the greatest thing in, in the draft is having collateral. Yeah. And now they've got two first round picks. So let's just say the Bears end up with the pick. 17, right? They might. I mean, they can package guys. that up as a digested trade-up or whatever. If they really want to go to one or whatever, we can package that or some other seconds up around. I mean, so it's it's always good to have. Or you sit there at 20-something, you trade down, and you get more picks. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, – And it, who knows? They both, they both might be in the top 10. That's Because yeah. if the Raiders finish – Oh, Raiders going to be bad. You Raiders going to be bad. And, and Chicago could be just as bad, too. Exactly. So they could finish – because are going to a tough division. Yeah. Exactly. And Trubisky didn't necessarily light it up. Thank you. He looked good. He was encouraging in the first Encouraging time. is Discouraging good. in the exactly. second Exactly. So. so, I mean, if you're sitting there and you say you get two top ten players and they make an impact next year, and then the following year – it's you a totally different conversation yes. than we're having right now. Exactly. And that's, what I, and that's why I'm going to wait and see. Because, again, all of a sudden, we don't know when April comes rolling around and we're sitting there and the Bears got similar to Browns this past year. They've got, the Raiders have got a picks one and picks four. Or picks one and picks seven. You're going, all right, that's not bad. And everybody's going, well, we thought you don't trade around Hall of Famers. But if the, the Bears finish four and 12, you're going, all right. So, all right, we, let's go ahead, Tito. You want to grab that notebook? Get the oh yeah, get the get the notebook question there. You you know the drill. It's our uh, we don't have Jeeves here to do the horn, so it is going to be bah, bah, bah. Yeah. <laughs> the warehouse distillery escape one hundred nine notebook. Of course, we've got all their distillery, uh, all their liquors. Go check them out. Their whiskeys, bourbon, maple, and rye. Go find their number so you can request at your liquor store. We'll do a quick housekeeping. Uh, Tyler told me the Queen City Wing special was the twenty four carat wings. Ooh. Have you heard what those are? No, I have not. I texted him and asked him and said, well, can you give me a description? I got no description. So, <laughs> Tyler, you're hurting me here on that. So, 24 carat wings. Wow. I know the price. Go check it out. That's a special for this weekend's at Queen City Wings. We'll do a quick rundown of our NFL Pick'em League top 10. Reminder, your lowest score of the season does drop. So, if you did miss week one, get in now for week two. So the the group ID it's on Yahoo is 8015 password beards. You can go join all season two if you just want to jump in at any time. Taylor Hurley first, Cosby second, John Long third, Jeff Hucks fourth, Danielle fifth, <laughs> Jesse sixth, Lur seventh, Nate at eighth, Brittany at ninth, and Ralph at tenth. Uh, I forgot to write down where you were, Duvall. I think I'm like. I think you might have been like 12th or 13th. I'm around like the 20s. I'm not good at pick them because I always think I can pick the upsets and I'm bad at it. Plus, I can't let y'all win this anyway with all this prize pack we got going on. You know, <laughs> It looked bad if I set it up and won it. Again, the prize pack will be some warehouse distillery swag, Escape 109 stuff, Queen City wings, possibly triple whammy sauces, 
And then, again, our Survivor Fantasy starts September 26th. So start looking at that. Yeah, two weeks from now, we'll be doing that podcast. So fire away and all that good stuff. So did you find a question, Danny? I do. All right, what you got? It might be a talking point. I do have a kickball game to get to. Okay. But should the Hornets have traded or should they trade Kemba Walker? Ooh, who put that in there? Uh, John Long. John Long. Long. Grab a pen there to check it off instead of the Sharpie (laughs) so it doesn't bleed through. All right. uh, I, I mean... I'm going to stick with a no. They got a new coach. I think at least Kim is still sell some some seats, some tickets, and I'm interested to see what he does. And it, it also would depend on if someone was offering like three ones, then absolutely. <laughs> but if people were just offering Isaiah Thomas and Amon Shumpert, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So, I hear that. Yeah, I, Kemba does sell tickets, but I also went to the I went to the. Dirk Nowitzki finale, or is he coming back next year? He might play. Yeah, he's coming out one more. I thought it was his finale, but they well, keep went, paying him twenty million to hobble out yeah. there. Why would he? I saw the Mavericks play the Hornets though, and in the fourth quarter, it was Kemba Walker against five Mavericks. Yes, it was, <laughs> it was sad, man. I do think that we need to, like you said, the the return has to be there. Yeah, but what we have going on right now is not working. Nick Batum is just stealing money out there. <laughs> I mean, we're stuck I, with that one. Yeah, yeah, he's just stealing money and. I mean, we got four seven-foot white dudes <laughs> that all are yeah. maybe above average on a good day. And Kemba Walker, he's a star. He needs, yeah. I, For his own sake, I want to trade Kemba okay. Walker. Right. I would like the return to be there as well for the Hornets. Okay. But for just, I would have loved to have seen Kemba go to Cleveland and play with LeBron. Or Kemba just go really anywhere where he has a chance to be on a high-quality team to have a complimentary play. This is a good troll episode for Adam. Yeah. He's going to yeah. be fired up. I like that. Duval, <laughs> what you thinking? To me, because uh, I love Kimba, um, I want him here. I prefer to trade half the team Yeah, to try and get some value from him. But um, I've loved Kimba since his UConn days. His heart, he's got a heart more heart than I think any other guard in the league. I don't care. I'll I put him up against anybody else. Oh, um, but I understand what you're saying because just because of that heart, I would like for him to be on a 50, 60. But yeah, I mean, at, and at the same know, time, yeah, I would rather like Nick Batum cut our losses, trade him for Amon Shumper or somebody I like just that. I think that like it was lose said, the contract and get a obviously a lower tier player, but somebody who is playing just as good at basketball because we just don't have a guy that think, would exactly trade. I think we would we didn't have any options to trade any. You know, I don't think anybody was offering anything. For that's that fair. That's trade, fair. I so. mean, Nick Batum, he, well, he was an all star when he was in between the markets. And yeah, the but then, like you just said, we don't even want him. What yes. other team? Like there was yeah, no other yeah. team to take that crazy contract. So, well, but that's why you say trade half the rest of the team. I don't even know who you trade. We've yeah, we've gone on this road. I don't think anybody else on the team was <laughs> tradable. And no, no one wants MKG. No one. I mean, you could try and make a, make a, a case for a monk, but I mean, yeah. he's still young. And, and because just you're paying MKG and you're paying Batum, he's got to be on the floor. But yeah. monk should be out there, yeah. in my opinion. But with new coach, yeah. I'm interested to see how yeah. everybody plays. But I Batum can walk. Yeah, yeah. Oh. with that. Drake right. just eat that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tito, we know you got to get to a dodgeball game. We got to get out of here as well. I appreciate you for sli- sliding through. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me again. We'll definitely. You pleasure. still are you in town? Like you said, you're working at D9 now. What are you doing? I, over there yeah, real I'm quick? at D9 Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, started out on the distro side over there. Okay. The warehouse. I'm now back in the lab. Okay. Um, oh, you helping brew some beers? Low key, a beer scientist. Oh, there we go. Oh, That's what's up. <laughs> what do you? When do you work? When can we stop by and see you? I'm there nine to five, five okay. days a week. Okay. Nice. Well, I got your number. So I guess I I'm there working from 9 to 
myself in there drinking from about five to six. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, yeah, might yeah. as well. Gotta be in traffic. Yeah, that's what we all. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. All right. Well, that's so, what's yeah, up. Definitely. Okay. Uh, yeah. So thanks for swinging through. We'll definitely. Are you still? Are you, I know you were possibly thinking about leaving Charlotte. Are you? St- I'm, I'm local for now. Local for now. Okay, yeah. we'll keep it on that. Your right. friend's applying to medical school here okay. the next year, and that might dictate. Okay, all right. Well, for now, you're local. All right, that works. All right, we'll send you out. As always, you guys, like, comment, subscribe. We've already gone over our social medias. Thanks for listening. I don't think we got anything else. Yeah, we'll catch you later. Peace. And the